0: Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, the Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to the monks and novices, and blessings to all the laity. This Friday, we learn further about merit. Merit, we understand as... The merit that arises from giving dana, merit arising from keeping the moral precepts, and merit arising from bhavana, which is developing the mind to be higher and is the superior merit. And today I want to talk about another aspect of merit. The merit from making oneself have humility. We know that merit is the name for mental happiness which cleanses the mind and makes it pure. And it's also bhavana, the most important merit, because it is having noble virtue, which cleanses the mental defilements. And the merit I want to talk about today is the Dhamma principle of humility and respect. This is a bountiful spring for important connections between people in all societies Because the Buddha taught that people should practice towards each other by fully helping and assisting each other in their relationships between parents and children, teachers with students, husband with wife, friends with friends, boss and workers, the ordained and the public. One helps and assists in accordance with the Dhamma practices known as the six directions. These are the responsibilities and duties that one should do, and it must be done with respect and humility to those who have knowledge, those who are elders, or those with noble virtue. This is what we call humility and deference. In our society, we tend to give respect in terms of age, maturity, knowledge, class, and qualifications. Doing our duties. With a mind that has humility, this is a type of merit which leads the mind in the path of training oneself, and it also helps our society through living with generosity and consideration for others. We have metta and karuna, kindness and compassion for each other. This is a duty for every human being to practice. And this is considered a fundamental bond for people in society to be together with true happiness and peace. So we can see that respect and humility is an important Dhamma principle of the Buddha Sasana. It teaches us to see the virtue, goodness and importance of all others and to behave to other people or principles in the right and appropriate way with sincerity. And this helps society to respect the rules and to have good relationships with each other. So it's important for people in society to take this Dhamma principle to apply into society and into daily life. Although respect and humility is not the highest Dhamma principle in the Buddha Sasana, it has been praised as one of the highest blessings in all of people's lives. The Buddha said that respect and humility is the highest blessing. This is because showing respect means humbling oneself by showing one's humility and deference to those who are higher than oneself in terms of seniority or age. Those people who are older than us or are our parents' age, grandparents' or elders' age, we should respect these people by seniority similar to how we give respect to older relatives in the family. And following from this is respecting those who are higher than us, who have knowledge and noble virtues in terms of sila, samadhi and banya, morality, concentration and wisdom. So being someone who respects others, who are higher than oneself, is a true blessing in our life. And having humility is a merit that can arise through body, speech and mind, like having respect through one's words. This is showing homage through our speech, like when we give homage to the fully enlightened Buddha through chanting Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambudassa. This has the meaning that I give my homage to the rightly self-awakened Buddha. This is showing humility through speech and good, proper behavior and conduct. It is showing respect and humility through good-mannered actions and speech, and having deference, consideration, and friendliness within the mind. It is showing humility in one's speech. And for someone who is observant, even in normal times, they will know how their mind is at that moment, from just an expression in their eyes, a facial gesture or a slight change in their voice. Because the sound coming out that is spoken is rupa, which arises from the mind. And those who see the drawbacks of the mental defilements don't waste the opportunity to scrape away at the defilements. At the time when one knows the mind is rough and coarse, that the mind is caught in a bad state, it lacks metta and karuna to others, then we must try to let it go. Even just a few words coming out from a mind that is rough and coarse can still cut off the happiness of others. But at the same time, those who have metta to others, who train themselves to have humility, they are the ones who are polishing away at one's mental defilements. This is polishing one's rough and coarse inner tendencies. And it also reduces the bad and ill thoughts. So humility is a wholesome and good mental state. It is this good state of mind that gets rid of or polishes away at that which is bad and unbeautiful. And we can see this in an example from the Buddha's time. There was one elder monk who was going to pay respects to the Buddha and he met a small novice at the entrance. He rubbed the novice's head with care because of his cuteness. But when he paid homage to the Buddha, the Buddha asked, Did you see the venerable monk? The venerable monk was at the front of the entrance. The elder monks were shocked because the Buddha said that the one at the entrance was a venerable elder monk, which was just that young novice. So they knew the young novice had a high level of noble virtue. And all the monks went to go ask forgiveness from the novice, because they had been at fault by rubbing his head. Whether they had intention or had no intention, they asked forgiveness from the novice. And the novice was one who had respect for the vinia, the monastic discipline, and he had respect for the monks. He didn't say to the monks, Don't do this to me. Don't rub my head like this. You'll be doing something bad. He didn't say anything. But the Buddha gave the instruction and admonished the monks to go ask for forgiveness from the novice so that there would not be any unskillful mind states and bad kamma later. And I also have one personal story to share with you from the time when Venerable Ajahn Chah was still alive. Ajahn Chah travelled to a branch monastery, Wat Bung Lati Wan, in the Tadur village in Ayutthaya province. It was a branch monastery of Wat Nongpapong. And on this day, the lay people had also invited another elder monk. So both were venerable elder monks, and both had their own disciples, and had a lot of Barami spiritual development. The disciples of each of the monks were wondering who was going to show respects to who first. The other monk who came had one more rains retreat than Ajahn Chah. But when both of them with noble virtues came together, Ajahn Chah bowed and respected the other senior monk according to seniority. But that senior monk didn't just receive the bow and respect only. He paid his respects to Ajahn Chah too. He had respect in the noble virtues of Ajahn Chah. Both had respect for each other. Rapture and gladness arose in the faith of both sides of disciples, seeing that both of the venerable monks had no conceit or ego. They didn't hold on to me or mine, or separate me or them, or holding on to that they were more senior, so there was no need to pay respects to the junior. It wasn't like this. These were monks who had the highest noble virtues, and their minds had only humility and deference. They had just Dhamma full in their hearts. And in regards to this, I heard from one elder monk who said that a person who has high noble virtues, they are like the rice plant, which has lots of rice grains. That rice plant will slowly go lower, lower, lower down close to the ground. But those with ego and conceit, are like the rice plant without much rice grains. They are hard and stiff. But those with high noble virtues, they will humble themselves, be deferential, because they have lots of rice grains. So for us that are learning about Dhamma, we train the mind to have respect and humility. We chant puja to the virtues of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, and we chant with determination with true homage, and chanting loudly, or chanting at the appropriate volume, or internally chanting in the mind, we get great benefit from this chanting. The mind that has humility and homage has great benefit. And there is another story about the child, Ayuwadana, when the Blessed One was staying in Diga Lampika in a kuti in the forest, the parents brought the child Ayuvatana to the Buddha because they knew that the child's life would come to an end soon, because a would come to catch and eat him. The Buddha advised the father of the child to build a pavilion and invite the monks to chant the Purita for seven days. And after the Sangha had chanted Puritas for seven days, on the last day the Buddha came and hosts of dewas gathered around him, and the yaka couldn't come close. It had to go far, far away, and so it couldn't take the child Ayuwatana's life. And the Buddha gave the blessing that may he live long. The child would have a lifespan of a 120 years. Then, later on, when Ayuwatana was older, wherever he went, he had 500 people following him. And one day he listened to the dhamma of the Lord Buddha in Jetavana monastery, and he gained high noble virtue, attaining to Sotapanna. The Buddha said that respecting and honouring elders, one will gain long life, as well as beauty, happiness, strength, and intelligence. Ayuwatana was one who had built merit and parami, who had respect for others. For many lifetimes already. So he was someone with merit and parami. And his merit gave results in this life. And he had a long life. And attained to the highest noble virtues. So in conclusion today. I talked about the Dhamma topic of respect and humility. Which is the highest blessings of our life. And is a teaching of the Lord Buddha. And it leads us to lower our conceit and ego. We are deferential and respect those with high noble virtue, higher knowledge and age. We respect them following this dumber quality and then we will gain prosperity and growth. Thus, according to what the Buddha taught, humility is the highest blessing of our life. May you all grow in blessings.